Hi there, everyone. I'm Gwen Jones, and welcome once again to the I'm a Rotarian podcast, the weekly podcast where I introduce you to amazing people that proudly call themselves Rotarians. Well, this week, I've decided to be a bit controversial. Why not? In fact, this week, I'm talking about God. That's right, G-O-D, God. And can God be a part of Rotary? Now, before you all click off this episode, let's make this a little more interesting. We in Rotary are very big with our vocations. We want to uh, help out our fellow Rotarians in their vocations. Well, here's a question. What if their vocation is God? That's right. What if they're an evangelical Lutheran minister like Mark Shockey? Or what if they're a deacon, a deacon in the uh, Catholic Church, in the Archdiocese in San Francisco, like my friend Christopher? Hmm, something to think about, huh? In fact, we have some return guests and a new friend that are going to join me talking about God. Rotary, and if the two can coexist in a beautiful Rotarian world? Interesting, huh? Join me. The conversation starts right now. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Now, I am usually the most lighthearted, let's have some fun, let's meet a new Rotarian. But there's something that has been really bugging me over the last couple of years doing this podcast. So I'm going to take the plunge. And this week, I'm going to talk God and Rotary. Now, I feel I'm an okay person to talk to this about. One, I have a podcast and no one else can do it. And two, because my father was a minister. So I know my way around the pulpit a little bit. My father was a unity minister, uh, worked a lot in uh, Course of Miracles, among other things. And so I am a preacher's kid, officially. (laughs) I am also a Rotarian. And in Rotary, we talk about vocations and we talk about the separation of Rotary and God or prayer. (laughs) What, however, what if the problem is your vocation is God and you are a proud Rotarian? Joining me today is Deacon. Because before he was leader of the chess club guy, he's not the chess club guy this week. Joining me again for a very interesting conversation is uh, Deacon Christopher Major of the Catholic Order and return guest Mark Shockey, who is a Lutheran, evangelical Lutheran minister and clergy to NASCAR. Because I had to throw that in because it's just super cool. That is their vocations, you guys. So we're going to talk about vocations. And then Rustin Hurley is our voice of the every man. And I get to be the voice of the every woman as far as God and Rotary goes. It's going to be an interesting conversation. I thank you for joining me. And I've been joking all morning. If you're ready to send your hate mail, everybody knows it's RotarianPod at gmail.com. Because we're going to do it anyway. We're going to talk God and we're going to talk Rotary. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. I so appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for having us, Gwen. Thank you. Thank you. Mark, I know you're joining us from South Africa, but I want to start with you because 
because you've come the longest way to join me. And the rest of us are here on the West Coast. This is no big deal for us. Please introduce yourself to our listeners. What is your vocation, Mark? So I am actually a ordained clergyman. I am a pastor. Uh, my title is reverend, and uh, I'm actually from the United States, though. I'm from Minnesota. Yeah, we couldn't and tell by the Minnesota, you, but that's okay. <laughs> Minnesota, yes. And uh, you had mentioned uh, another little piece of things, and that's that I also do some uh, some chaplaincy for the racing community. So that includes a NASCAR team at the cup level, and then a lot of uh, individual track work for local racing. The heart of NASCAR is the local tracks, and we do that in, in Minnesota with some young people and older people who just have a passion for racing. Awesome. And Christopher, uh, uh, we normally talked just the last time, but would you please introduce your vocation to us? Well, I am Deacon Christopher Major, and I'm also Holy Orders, so I would be considered a reverend in the Catholic Orders of the Church. I am the Parish School of Religion Coordinator, and that's something new I've taken on in this year with a fantastic team of professionals, and our job is to formulate and help families in their faith walk with their baptism, first communion, and sacraments of, of confirmation. My vocation in the church also includes marriage preparation. So kind of a holistic approach in terms of supporting the family is where I am today in my life. And it's just a blessing to be on this show to talk about how God is very much part of Rotary. And I don't understand how people cannot see the spiritual nature, regardless of your faith, that something outside of ourselves drives us into a service world, something that calls us to help others. And that's the piece I want to really explore today. And I'm so glad you're giving us a platform to talk well, about. I can I can already hear people in their in their car listening to this kind of sh shifting over to the edge going, OK, wait a minute. He just he just said the words God, God. is in rotary. Uh, uh, uh. You know, he said it. He said it. He went there. See, he went there, you guys, before I did. I'm just saying. He went there before I did. And so, Rushton, I'm going to go around the circle. I want you to introduce yourself and tell me if you're ready for this type of conversation, because I think it's going to be very interesting. Well, I'd start by saying I had very little opportunity uh, not to be ready for it, just given our timing. But uh, but that's <laughs> um so I'm an educator. Uh, I, I was a high school teacher for many years. I taught Japanese language uh, to a wonderful group of students on the east side of San Jose for years and years. Uh, and then I became a principal. Uh, and then I started a nonprofit, went back to teaching uh, part time to feed my nonprofit habit. <laughs> and uh, for the last 17 years, I've been running Next Vista .org, N -E -X -T -V -I -S -T -A .org. What is that? It's a library of videos by and for teachers and students everywhere, free to use, free to contribute to, free to download from, all for a student audience, all screen content, my own little attempt to save the universe from ignorance, one create a video at a time. Now, <laughs> there you go. That, that was the elevator that, pitch that, out of the way. Right. I feel I should I feel I should put a bing after that. <laughs> right. So so as an educator, right? I, I I'm I'm very much in that space of like how, how do you inspire people? How do, you, how do you get people to think about 
the potential that they have to to make a difference in the lives of others and uh, to make to improve their communities. How how, do, how does that work? And so a, a very natural overlap with uh, with Rotary for sure. And and often kind of see you know kind of the, the opportunity I have in Rotary, especially as the uh, the programs chair for the Rotary E Club of Silicon Valley. And if you're curious about that, by the way, Rotary.cool will get you there. No, no. It will. Thank you very much. That's very um, cool. <laughs> it, it is. It is. We're a very cool club. Um, and uh, and so yeah, I, I get to I get to go searching for people who have a story to tell that I think might inspire others to uh, to to see that that potential that, that is within them for service. So, so I am I'm not. So I'm sorry. I keep talking. No, uh, I'm not a member of the clergy. Um, uh, but but I, I think I have officiated a wedding uh, once, so that didn't go too badly. Uh, and there you go. I'm, I'm no, very no lightning bolts or anything like that. Not at the time. Not at the time. Well, I think it is really important to say that I think I think clergy are educators in their own special way. Um, I used to joke and say that uh, there's a lot of of actors in the clergy and a lot of teachers in the clergy, because you do have a performance every Sunday. I assume for Christopher, you have a performance uh, twice a week. I know you had to run away in the middle uh, at the end of our podcast because I decided to do a podcast on Good Friday. So in the heathen that I was that you had to run away at the very end saying, hey, was great. Bye. Got to go. <laughs> and off you went. Um, so. I, I think an educator in the, in the room is not a bad thing at all. So I'm going to, since this isn't our usual podcast, and if you guys go to uh, to look up uh, the e-club for uh, Veterans Affairs, you're going to meet Mark and learn all about his Rotary group. And if you uh, check out the podcast about the Rotary Chess Club and how chess is actually uh, saving the world, one chess game at a time, please go check out those two podcasts. But I want to talk about, I, I want to talk about, I think my first question that I wrote down, I wrote down a lot of questions is your vocation is God. We'll simplify it by just saying there, God. And Rotary is supposedly a vocational place. When you came in, did you tell people what you did for a living? Or did you kind of say, well, I... I I were I mean, do you go straight up and say, "Hi, my name is Mark, and I'm a minister." And if you did, excuse me, if you did, what kind of response did you get? Mark, we'll start with you, and then Christopher, back to you. Sure. Well, actually, my my Rotary story starts on the first day after my installation in the first church where I served. Uh, okay. My my story is I needed carpet in my office. And I went down the street to who the receptionist told me sold carpet. And he walked up the street with me, he measured my office. And then he invited me to lunch on Thursday and lunch at the Italian restaurant in town. I learned at noon on Thursday was a rotary meeting. So uh-huh. Very much, I did not hide it from day one, what I did. In fact, because I was part of the community, the extension of we'd love to have you be a part of our club started right uh, right away. And, and it was kind of a, a, 
a unique thing because here I was a Christian minister, and it was a gentleman who was very involved in his synagogue who invited me to be a part of of Rotary Mm -hmm. and sponsored me in. Awesome. So right off the bat, uh, we I, I was joking with a friend that we have the bar joke. So we have a a a we have a Lutheran minister, we have a Catholic, a Jew, and a Lutheran all step into a bar right off the bat. It sounds like so. <laughs> so I love it. I love it. So Christopher, did you come in and say hi? My name is Christopher, and I'm a deacon, and wear the fabulous outfits on Sunday for the Catholic Church. That's well, why I, I would have introduced myself. It's- <laughs> That, uh, that is funny that my 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 ministry began, as we say, 2017, my walk toward the diaconal formation process okay. and the organization began in 2017. My rotary life began in 2010, but I was ah. for service. See, so it's kind of it's that idea here that, you know, when they try to separate God from rotary, it's very difficult because God is in every part of our life. He's part of our creation. And if you believe God is part of creation, there's no beautiful thing out there that God has not created. Love, hope, cherish, each other, marriage, all of the good things in life are all ingrained in God, much like Rushton talked about service and helping each other in humanity. So as I became a Rotarian in 2010, that's when it really touched my heart. And I wrote down here before the show, how do people see the Rotary moment? We talk a lot about the Rotary moment. The it is moment that, we call about it here. Yeah. Moment. Uh, is it just a moment? The rotary moment. That rotary moment is just not something out of thin air. There's invisible spirituality that we all feel and touch ourselves in our heart deeper than our own consciousness sometimes can see. And a lot of times we don't get to that place until we are giving service to other people. That is the glory of rotary. And even if you look at the four-way test, is it the truth? Is it fair? Will it build goodwill and better friendships? Is it beneficial to all? That's our four-way test. That's also a spiritual test. We're not here in this earth to try to create problems and issues and dissension. We're trying to bring ourselves together as a group of people. So as I start to formulate my vocation now within Rotary, there's definitely a spiritual component. I just came back from West Africa, and I must have given 10 to 15 blessings And anyone who's been ordained, who walks in this holy orders or vocation, there's not this sense of, oh, I'm this big, huge person now, and I'm giving you all these blessings. It's a sense of unity and love that we are beyond. Because if man decided, we see what man's inhumanity to man does on a daily basis. So without God in our lives, without God leading us to a place of service, how do we really find ourselves open and being able to explore other people? other than ourselves. Okay. Well, okay. What, but because like I said, I'm going to, I'm going to be for no better words, the devil's advocate here. That's good. Uh, Okay. Because you also have the right to be an atheist and be a member of rotary or agnostic and be a member of rotary. So, um, let's say I am that agnostic or atheist. I'm not, but let's just say I am. I, are are you willing to treat me the same way as you would if I was any Rotarian? Is that when I turn into a Rotarian? 
and not an agnostic. So now we're both Rotarians as opposed to a, a minister or a reverend, or now we're just under the umbrella as being Rotarians. Either one of you gentlemen can answer that. Everybody, See, for me, when I see a human being, I don't look at them as Rotarian or, or Republican or Democrat or conservative or liberal or a Jew or Muslim. I see them as created in the unique image and likeness of God. And if I see every person in that image of God with that special creation, then I'm going to treat you the same way that God would treat you with respect and dignity. And I think that's where we start to get in these classifications. We get into this gender this or gender that or sexual this or sexual that. But if we look at each other as purely created in the image and likeness of this person we know as God, that we don't see, we don't understand fully, but we know there's a spiritual something within our soul that connects us uniquely. And that's how I see each Rotarian. So if I'm on service mission and we're feeding hungry, or especially in Haiti, when we went to Haiti and we had several different denominations there in Haiti, and you see all these people come in to serve, there's something greater than our individual self. But I, and I hear that and I get it. And I'm going to, this is going to, what's going to make this conversation interesting is that what, what you're saying there and pipe in Mark, if, if you agree or disagree with me, is that that's going in a, in an outward direction. You're saying that you see only God and good in everyone. But my question is, what if I only see just you as an atheist or as a recovering Catholic or as a recovering Lutheran or as a recovering whatever, what if I can't get out of the way and I only see a Lutheran minister or I only see, what do you do in that circumstance? Mark, take that. You know, I think one of the things that we tend to do in our generation is we look at people and look for things that are different. Mm. And, and some of that, you know, I'm not a psychologist, I, I do, but we, we just do that. We, we group people in, in, in our minds. And I think one of the things that really attracted me to, to Rotary was the very fact that we were very different. For the longest time, I thought Rotary wasn't so much about rotating between different office spaces in downtown <laughs> Chicago as it was all the different vocations that came together into this wheel that kept turning to serve others. And so, and for the record, the religions. I mean, of the original Chicago yeah. guys in 1905, there was uh, an agnostic, there was a Jew, there was a Catholic, there was a, you know, so all denominations have been a part of us since 1905, easily. You yeah. were saying, Mark, I'm sorry. You know, I, I believe Rotary is um, traditionally has been very community minded. 
Uh, and I don't mean serving the community, but I mean, it's made up of individuals who are in the community. And so often the community people who would be welcomed in, those people who different members would invite to participate in Rotary meetings and Rotary service would be very like-minded. They would be similar backgrounds. They would come from a, a commonality. So because Rotary doesn't come along and say, well, you have have to do meetings in this format and in this structure, uh, that's very important. When I joined Rotary in 1989, um, you know, I was the token prayer for the meetings because I was the one. Because you know, <laughs> it's your vocation. <laughs> yeah, I, that was my job. Oh, Mark's here. Good. You can pray then. And that was just common. Um, the last two Rotary Clubs, after moving a couple of times, have not had uh, prayers at all. And so, um, you know, I, I think the, the whole idea of the community has become a little bit different. It's become more diverse. And so that plays into how we run meetings and, and other things as well. Yeah. And, and Rushton, I, I wanted to include you on this as our, as our, our, our representative of Rotary. Um, it, the prayer has been quite the conversation to do a prayer before a meeting to do a prayer. What's your thought? Well, let me tell you a story. Um, so I was, uh, I've, I've been a part of several rotary clubs uh, just as a function of moves and changing work schedule, thing like this. And I, and I remember this moment at a club that I belonged to uh, this would have been about 15, 16 years ago, maybe. Um, and I had invited this, this remarkable woman, uh, to, to come to see the club, right? There, we, we had all these kind of interesting people and cool folks in the club that do all kinds of great things in the community, you know, standard rotary stuff. This woman happened to be uh, Muslim and has done incredible work with, uh, with orphans as a result of what well, she started as a result of the, the horrible tsunami in Southeast Asia. Mm -hmm. years and years ago right and, and just saw a need and completely shifted her life in the direction of how do we care for children who've lost their parents so i mean this 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 is clearly a person with a heart for rotary right you know right. I mean, like somebody who who thinks in terms of how do we make the world better and uh and the particular club i was in they had uh you know they they often had a a a, a thought or a prayer it wasn't specifically a prayer right but but you know somebody would say something you know and and perhaps uh, if they if if they got the uh, the pastor to, to speak, it would be more of a prayer. And you know, all right, that's fine. The particular day that that uh, that my friend was there, uh, the guy who who gave the thought gave the most fiery. It's all about Jesus, and you're going to hell if it's not Jesus. Kind of prayer I had ever heard. Oops. Um, and and as as we finished, loads of people in the room laughed. Be because it was such a departure from what we normally do, right? Okay. You know, it, it was clearly something different, and, and 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 it was obvious to me that his message was she's not welcome, right? I mean, so 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 that that is an experience that when you think about the discussion of religion, you know, you talk to people like Mark and and Christopher, and and you know, there's there's so much about you know where 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 are you personally, right? You know, like mm -hmm. what. 
And what are, what are you trying to express in your They're life? They're embracing anybody. Absolutely. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. But but how many churches in this country, as, as a function of, of the, the, we'll call it the philosophical nutritionless candy of politicization, have, have gone to, to nothing in terms of, you know, mm-hmm. their, their membership? Because first, a bunch of people came in because they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they went and did something else. And then suddenly this, this organization it was really about, you know, ministering to, to people at, at the deepest level had, had been shelled out by, mm-hmm. by this, this shared anger. So, so, you know, when we think of it, which is to say, when we think about prayer in a rotary meeting, the question is, is, is a prayer designed to say what we are and others are not? Or is a prayer designed to say what it is that we hope for our our group and its ability to make a difference? So, so I you know I I think it's less about the prayer and more about why people would want to have one. Ooh, gentlemen, jump in on that one. That's a better well, question than I have. <laughs> what Rushton said was the idea and framing it in the way he does is ministering to the people that we need to minister to. And I think that in Rotary, that's a huge part of what we're trying to do is minister to people. I didn't come into Rotary thinking I was going to be a deacon in the Catholic Church and the Archdiocese of San Francisco. But I have to believe that through Rotary, it opened my heart to that revelation of what God's calling was to me. So I was not a deacon before I became a Rotarian. I was a Rotarian. And in the course of service... And in seeing those fallen and broken people in the communities that we work with, whether it be in South Africa, Southeast Asia, local openings, East Oakland, <laughs> our, yeah, our local place, in our own local communities or the ghettos that we have that people are struggling, wherever we should be ministering to people. And that's where that diversity that comes in. And that's where I like the idea of the God piece of Rotary. You know, we, Rotary can call itself whatever it wants to call itself. But in the end, we're bringing diverse people. God is calling his people, calling his flock. Oh, I'm going to see. Okay. I'm going to stop you again because I can already hear somebody listening to this right now saying, there goes Christopher again. He's he's saying that we're talking God again as we're going out there. You know, I'm hearing that. Jump in there, Mark. Jump in there, Mark. Mark. Yeah, let me let me throw something out. When when Christopher said you know, we're, we're all to minister. I want to just go back to the basis of that word. A minister is a servant. That's what that means. A minister is someone who serves. Uh, and, and therefore that's the basis of, of rotary service above self. Mm. And that fits in with all kinds of different things. And again, I think we so often turn this into, well, let's be so careful not to offend. Okay. And then we say, now the, the, the newest group that we don't want to offend are those who are atheists because they have finally found their voice and are happy to say, I don't do church stuff. I don't do religious stuff. I don't do any of that. And so we've said, okay, so let's bring it to that level of we'll keep the atheists happy. What I like in in the clubs I've been a part of is we make it very personal 
when it comes to whether or not faith is going to be expressed. So we don't have a prayer or we don't not have a prayer. We <laughs> we have different people who chime in and right. they'll tell about their background, their history, their life, their family, maybe their church, maybe their synagogue, maybe their their soccer fields or whatever makes them tick as they go along. But um I think one of the the real things that I have found very special and powerful about Rotary, especially in the global sense, is it has opened my eyes to the way people view the world and see the world. And I'm not going to, to get bent out of shape anymore from one person's story because it's their personal story, than it is right. another person's personal story. If it's important to them, I want to hear about it, whatever that view might be. Yeah. Christopher, you said you said you seem like you're wanting to jump in there again. I might even not interrupt you. You never yeah. know. Uh, you could <laughs> ministering to others in Haiti. When I went to Haiti in 2014 and I saw all the kids in Robato, the poorest community in the poorest country in the world, and they give them one meal a day, some fat, whatever's in that bucket and some rice, and they slop it on and kids line up and they're charging in there and they're not necessarily being unselfish. You know, they are selfish. They're hungry. They're children. They want to eat. And there was a moment. This was a, one of those rotary moments and I'm sitting there watching the scene and your heart is just breaking because of the level of poverty that you're seeing much deeper than anything you see in America. And one little boy over there had two little children sitting down and was feeding them before he got his. He was feeding these children. And there were kids fighting for seconds. And this boy stood there for 20 minutes and fed two to three children because they were four or five years old and the plates was plastic or that rubber, whatever that is, the cardboard, and it was so wet, it couldn't stay. It would flop and fall and stuff would fall out. And he was there with the plates and he was sitting them down. That, he taught me. He taught me about unselfish. He taught me service. He taught me ministering. And I think what Pastor Mark was saying is that when people come with their stories and they come with their their, their issues, they come with their feelings, their synagogue, their children. What we're doing and the most important thing we do as a people is build relationship with each other. That's what Rotary truly is. We try to get into communities so that we can build relation. Rotary means business, mm-hmm. service above self. But we're always constantly to build and build and build relationships. And I don't know if you can build relationships when you start cutting God out of segments of life, whether it's an organization or any part of our life, we're all reconciled to him and we reconcile ourselves to each other. That's the message. So then I'm sorry, Mark, did you say, did you say something or, okay, then, then Rushton, then I have, then I have a, 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 an, an every man question then for you, which is then, are we, are we getting too politically correct? I, myself, when I was president, I did not want a prayer. I did, however, do a, a rotary history every single week, and I did do on my bulletin every single month, uh, a, a, not necessarily a positive affirmation, but a positive quote of what's going on. So here's something, an uplifting thing. 
And I also, you know, are, are, is it to our own demise, Rustin, to take a spirituality out of Rotary? Or is it something we need to do, especially here in North America, I will say, where it's more pronounced than in other areas? So there, in, in, in my, in my little view, I would say that there are two groups of people who are, are, are too politically correct, right? One group is a group of people who are constantly explaining how you've offended everybody else or offended this group, offended that group. That's my part today. Thank That's, you. <laughs> the other group, the other group is the group that keeps talking about political correctness and the people they don't like because of political correctness. So what we're talking about are two sides of the political spectrum, right? And and for a lot of us in the middle, we don't want to hear it. We, we frankly, we don't want to hear it. Go argue somewhere else. But politics and religion are as old as politics and religion. Um, I mean, this isn't, that isn't a new. This is thing. this is this is not a call to remove politics and religion from anything. Okay. The, the, the question is: Are you able? as a group of worshipers in a in a in a church or as a group of service people in a club able to do the things that you want to do and are are there to do without having to deal with oh my god all of these politically correct people or oh my god i'm so offended or or whatever whatever it is they have to say right what what we do when we get together is we are either we are either in in good enough shape at any given moment of our lives to be able to focus on the needs of others, or we are people in need that that need to be reminded of the things that are truly important, which has to do with the meaningful life that comes from serving others, right? Which is something we all agree on in Rotary. And that's not to say, you know, that that what we're looking for is like, let's have a big kumbayana moment. It's like, hey. We just don't need to to make every last thing about who's going to get offended, whether that's the people who are on on you know the left or the right, because because I see it happen a lot in 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 both groups. And I'll tell you what, if if what we want is is an organization that is is growing, uh, I, I think we we ought to get pretty good at making sure we don't fall into that same trap. That is that is killing so many groups. Mark, what do you think? Yeah, I think I think there's something really key there that Rushton was saying. Um, yeah, you know, there's there's this similarity that's there between Rotary and the church. Uh, basically, my job in the church is obviously talking about God, but when it comes down to how we live that out, it's about getting volunteers to serve others. My job as president of my Rotary Club was getting volunteers to serve others. And really, it it was as simple as demonstrating need. And once we shared a need, I've always been blown away in 30 years of being around Rotary of how many people will drop whatever's going on in their lives and say, I volunteer, I will do that, I'll be there, I'll show up. That's the the great thing. Now, what we want to be careful of is saying so much so, 
Um, yeah, I don't think Rotary has had a problem with trying to be a religious organization. I think RI is doing a great job of saying we're not religious focused. Mm -hmm. We're not political. That's been been one of the things I've heard consistently from it. But the reality is, like Christopher was saying, a People lot of think us we come are from a standpoint where this is my motivation. So yeah. I'm going to do it as a religious person, but I'm going to volunteer alongside of someone who might not want anything to do with being a religious per mm -hmm. person. Yeah, R Russian, I, I you're you're popping in the chat, and I'm going to let you. I'm going to bounce. I'm happy to bounce off you too. Go for it. What what do you have to say to Mark there? Um, well, uh, what what he was describing made me think of a comment that I have heard more than once. Okay, that is that is from people who say, you know, I left my fill in the blank religion yes. right, expression, and Rotary has kind of taken that place for me. I have heard uh, more than one person say that. Right? Absolutely, I have. I have had dozens of friends in my life say that Rotary is my church. So if you say that Rotary is your church and they even joke and say that our dues is kind of like tithing. <laughs> and I and I had one friend that goes, and frankly, it's kind of cheaper than my 10% I used to have to give. You know, I mean, it was, it'd be like a joke, you know? So that's the foundation. Go ahead, Mark. I said, that's the foundation where you're supposed to give your tithe. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's... It, it, yeah, I think I think that that Rotary for a lot of people is church. I think what Rushton chimed in on was that that point I was trying to make earlier about that that service piece is ingrained in all of us that yeah. need to serve that need to be part of relationships that need to go out and do for others and that emotional feeling we get. It's not just like we serve and we get nothing back. We get True. the moments. We get those feelings of camaraderie and spirit when you do a club grant or a global grant and those people come to talk to your club and they they tell you how the success went and all the progress went that's that joy that builds in that spirit now for me as a man of faith and that's my vocation that is the holy spirit in all of us that right. tells us yes we are bigger than what we see on cnn and fox in russia and ukraine yeah. we are more than that as a people we have more to offer as a people. As Rushton says, yes, we do sometimes go political correct or not, or we're talking too much about politically correct people. My thing is in Rotary, sometimes I think we get so bogged down with the with some of the minutia of the paperwork and the issues of how we can serve. We had someone speak to our club this week who was able to get what a million dollar grant and 240 projects he's done building buildings in Africa by getting one dollar. Yeah. From high school kids. And we hear about high school kids don't care. They're all into their fancy da da da. They're only following what we as adults are letting them lead or what we're leading them into. Mm -hmm. You say, hey, you can build a building in Africa, a school for a dollar. And this man, I think his name was Freeman. I can't Robert wait. Freeman, yeah. And yeah. great shout Robert out Freeman. to him and the global. I can't Republic. wait to talk to Robert Freeman. This guy is got it down. I wish Rotary would look to him as a model. Get a dollar from everybody. We're so up, 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 up in Rotary. We've forgotten about the fallen, those little nickels and quarters and dimes that really uplift everyone. I may not have a hundred dollars or a thousand dollars to be a, a Rotary. But you can find a dollar in your sofa. 
but I can find one dog. <laughs> All those Rotary Global people and all those Paul Harris fellows. As a high school kid, my dollar helped build that brick. There you go. I think the other piece of this, too, is when we ask people to go out and help and serve as Rotarians and we're bringing them to us, we're also we're also invigorating their lives. And we're also spreading and sharing that spirit of service that they will go out. So each of us has a responsibility to go out and find that lost sheep, find that person that wants to serve, find that person that's broken, maybe left their church, but they're not a Rotarian yet. So one would call that evangelizing, would they not? Would they not? Evangelizing? (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. I got got a couple more questions for you guys because we could sit here like all day and talk about this. About God. All right. There you go. I. I do have a very interesting question, and that is that I am, you know, I I am the the uh, one token uh, chick on the on the screen right now, and I have no problem with that. But I am also a member of the LBGTQ community. And you're also a one percenter. I am also I am okay. I'm also a one percenter. Who knows? I'm all kinds of things. Oh, that's right. From our last run, right? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a one percenter Rotarian, Paul Harris fellow, all those, all those fancy things. But I know that the Catholic church or the evangelical church in the fact that sometimes some pastors and some deacons and others in your religions, perhaps I would not be welcome, but we are all welcome under the rotary banner hmm. how do you guys how do you guys feel about that because i think it is very an, an interesting thing because if a plumber is a plumber by vocation mm-hmm. doesn't matter if you're black white asian muslim jewish you're all under the banner of a rotarian as a plumber but it's got to be somewhat interesting to be under the banner of a rotarian and have the archdiocese opinion or the Jewish Orthodox Jewish opinion or about someone like myself, or let's say transgender, or let's say, you know, different things like that. Either one of my clergy step in and, and, and what do you, how do you feel about that? Mark? Let me, let me start by um, I'll follow Rushton's. Let me tell you a story. Good. I can think of, dozens of rotary meetings where the day before we got the notice that said, this is our speaker, this is our program for the day. And I thought to myself, do I really want to get up an hour before I usually do on most days just to go to my breakfast meeting to hear this woman talk or this person talk because I just didn't, I thought I knew, I thought I had the answers and, Mm -hmm. and I would get there to that meeting. And so many times I would wait to talk to that speaker after the meeting, I line up and say, you blew me away because I had no idea where, where you were coming from. And, you know, I think that is a, a small glimpse of, for me, in Rotary, it has been about tolerance. Mm -hmm. And, you know, am I tolerant even of someone who says, this is what I'm going to talk about. And here's my title of my, my program. 
And I make up my mind before I even come walking in that I'm not going to like this. And, and that's it's not very DEI of you, is it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a horrible thing to do. Right. And, and now to swing around to the whole LBGTY community, um, I think the reality is, I'll go back to what Christopher was saying earlier, we're all children of God. And so because of that, um, everyone is welcome. Everyone is welcome to come and sit in a pew in, in my church. Everyone is welcome to come to our rotary meeting. There's no question uh, about that. Now, those who come to the rotary meeting might not like everything I believe or stand for or what she believes or stands for right or this city council member or this school board chair you know they might not like those things that are there but that's that's who we are and being together makes us so much stronger so so that's the the welcoming approach that's there um but we're afraid we're afraid of people who are different than us and and that kind of goes both both ways. I, I agree with that. Christopher, you want to jump in on that one? Sure. And, and he said everything perfectly. And I think he, he he basically spoke to my initial comment of that we're all created in the image and likeness of God and we're loved in the same way. And we should we're asked to love each other in the same way. So I don't look at my church or my pews or if someone comes up and I say, body of Christ, oh, this guy could be gay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, yeah. Are you gay? Or are you not gay? No, right. the body of Christ saves. It's the mm-hmm. Eucharist that we believe in and that power and that image and the presence of Christ in that Eucharist and bringing us to him is what saves us all. If I start denying people because, uh, well, you're too dark or you speak French or you, you're LGBT or you got, you're sleeping with another woman and I know it, you know, Hey, how many people I know in the church, mm-hmm. you know, they got a little something going on in the side, you know, and that's a sin. Right. right. Versus two people that are committed in a relationship. You know, we all order disorder with all those other words. But in the end, we're all called to be in the image and likeness of God and serve each other and share that message of Christ message, patience, humility, sacrifice. That's how my chess thing, as I as we spoke earlier in 1996, I was introduced to chess. My heart was closed. Screw this chess with these black kids in the hood. What mm-hmm. idiots going to bring a chess game into this hood thing? These kids need to read. They need to, they need to. Right. Get down to business. Right. Chris Major and his family background and his development from his mother and father, which is uniquely different than what these kids had being born on crack with crack mothers. Right. Their system. And now they're 16 years old and all whacked out. So this whole idea of selfishness and unselfishness and humility and sacrifice and perseverance with God has opened my heart to be a better person. It hasn't closed me, and Rotary helped that along the process. So I believe all of service orientation, everything that we do, is there to support everyone, not just the ones that are going to help us, but especially the ones, as Christ says, that are not going to be helping us. Invite people to your party that will not invite you back. That's what we're oh. supposed to do. And I think Ooh, invite people to your party that will not invite you back. Or, that cannot invite you that back. That cannot invite you back. Oh. Right. So in Snap. Rotary, okay. <laughs> Rotary, let me finish here. If I go on a little bit about Rotary, that's some of the things I see in Rotary. It's just one big party. 
Mm-hmm. We're all one percenters. We're all five percenters, 10 percenters. It's a lot of partying at the top. But are we really getting down into those neighborhoods to find people of service that may not have the resources that all of us have? And I think we'll be a better rotary when we start harvesting from the bottom up instead of the top down. So, and I, and I do agree. And that sounds like another podcast for sure. Um, You did. So we, so we have this DEI task force and I have been as much of a champion of it as I've been a critic of it. I think because the, the task force has turned into too much LBGTQ and black and white, as if that's the only thing, because if you have a person of color, and a gay person, pref- preferably if it's a gay person of color, that's like the trifecta. You don't have to work anymore on your club. Your DUI is just like duh, fantastic. Way to go. It's Check like that, that off. Public education. That's what I found in public education in the 90s. You hire a black female principal, you uh, saw quota, but the black males. But that wait a minute. Now that's another podcast. All right. My point for DEI is is a religious influence or a non-religious influence and Rushton I'll have you go first on this one is a part of DEI being open and receptive to the following or not following of God in your group is that a part of DEI yes well, damn, that was fast. Any other there, comment? There you go. Right? <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah, and, and it, it's as you said it, right? Are, are you both open to someone who who is, you know, who, who is like specifically God focused? Are you open to someone who's not? Um, I I think that the really interesting thing that comes from being willing to have a conversation like this is both the the opportunity that people have to hopefully consider this from another couple of angles for sure but also to apply the ideas in ways that may not be obvious, right? So, you know, you you know, how many times have we heard that in a Rotary Club, 20% of the people do 80% of the work? You know, you know, this kind of thing. Look, that's not just, that's not, that's not just Rotary Clubs, right? Uh, that, that's, that's your church. Yeah, it's your you know, church. That, I'll back that, you on that one. You know, that, that's the, uh, <laughs> you know, that's the quilting group. I mean, that that's everybody. So, so consequently, um, rather than having, say, the 20%, you know, kind of grouse about what the 80% is not doing. Instead, if we took perhaps a, 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 a more spiritual perspective and just said, hey, you know, we're all sometimes in that space where, where we can be the ministers. Sometimes we're, we're the people who need to be ministered to. Right? We're, we're all in that space. And so if, if, if in a club there, there is a desire for, you know, for acceptance of those who aren't contributing, right? They're, they're, they're just associated. Maybe they're paying their dues. Let's hope they're paying their dues, right? You know what I mean? Um, but but maybe the, the the thing is that we just have to be like, you know, it's okay for someone to be in the club and not being not being all that involved. Maybe, maybe that's kind of that piece of in the same way that, that we should we should be good with having someone who doesn't believe in God, we should be good with somebody who does believe in God. Because if if you you know if you remove those two groups, ain't ain't much left, right? No, but, there's not. But That's true. Without a doubt, without a doubt, extend that logic. We should be good with people who who feel like you you should be given all your time. Not everybody's going to agree. Well, it is. You should be good with people who give very little time. Part of how life works is that we all, we all have those moments. And so if uh, if what happens is is we we 
come to our group with a sense, and I think you used the word, one of you used the word, of humility, right? We, we don't have all the answers about, about how things should be, about how people should be, about how the club needs to go. And rather, we're just doing a lot of good listening to each other, you know, just to understand where they're coming from. You don't have to agree, but, but absolutely understand where they're coming from. And we're in a better position to make our clubs the kind of clubs that I think Rotary and, and anybody would be proud of. Gentlemen, I have one last question for you. And before I, I do a round robin here, thank you so much for being willing to be willing. I mean, it is, it's this conversation that uh, I consider this podcast a very iceberg kind of podcast. We, we reach the top, but there's a whole bunch underneath that we didn't even get to touch. And, um, but that you are willing to be willing is always something that should be very honored and appreciated and do know from the bottom of my heart, I, I do appreciate not only what you do, but uh, what you do for your vocation as well as your free time. So uh, I, for one, sounding preachy myself, um, believe that for those people who need God in their life, uh, it, it saves lives. And for those people who don't and take a more spiritual path, I myself consider myself more of a spiritual path, I, but I do read a lot of all different genres. I am a big, huge believer in different paths, one truth. And we would hope that that truth would end you up in happiness and rotary. Uh, so my last question is, and this is one that actually came out in Rotary Magazine. And Mark, I'll start with you. And then I'll, my last comment I'll get from our Rotarian at large. The rumor is, quote unquote, the rumor is, if I come up and ask you, the rumor is that Rotary is a religious organization, but I think I might want to join. Mark, what do you tell me? I hear it's a rumor that it's a religious organization, and I'm not sure if I want to join. What would you tell me? I would just point to what Rotary is, and Rotary is a service organization. And in a service organization, there are people. There is room for people who are religious, and there is room for people who would not consider themselves religious. Chris, I heard that. Uh, Christopher, excuse me. I heard that uh, Rotary is a religious. A uh, uh, place. I don't know if I want to join if it's religious. What do you tell me? And I would say to them that Rotary is not a religious place. It's a, it's non-political. It's non-religious, but it's a group of professionals who are committed to each other in service. And regardless of your faith or you don't have faith or you do have faith, any walk of life you come into, we're here to nourish your spirit and the help that you will see yourself unselfishly helping other people. So that's kind of how I look at Rotary. My fast elevator speech is it's about the four-way test and it's about character and integrity. We're not politically or religiously aligned, but we are aligned with service and helping those who need support and help. Rushton, I heard, you're not in the clergy, but somebody comes up and says, I heard it's a religious organization. What do you tell them? On the assumption that I'd have enough time to talk to them. Uh, always, <laughs> always shaky ground, right? Um, I, I would, I would probably ask um, 
can can you tell me what you mean by that? Right. I, I, I try to find out kind of where they're coming from. That, that those are terms that can mean all sorts of things, right? But but I think I'd probably ask something along the lines of, um, well, hey, if what you mean by that is that it it's an organization dedicated to something higher, right? Something better, something more hopeful, uh, as as most religious groups are, right? Then uh, if if that's what you mean, then then yeah, right. But um, if what you mean is that it's aligned to any particular faith or any particular expression of faith or any particular personality in faith or something like that, I'd say no, no. That that's just not Rotary. Um, but but I, I I do like the idea of being with a group of people on a regular basis who are dedicated to something much much bigger than than who we are individually. Wow. Gentlemen, thank you so much for being a part of this show. And I, uh, Mark, thank you stay, for staying up so late. Uh, Christopher, it's lovely that I didn't do this on uh, Good Friday, where you had to run off immediately. And uh, Russian, I know you were pulled in at the last minute, but uh, your words of wisdom, uh, you know, maybe you were clergy in a past life. You never know. Gentlemen, it has been an honor. And I thank you for taking me up on a on hopefully not a difficult conversation. And I hope the people listening to our voices right now are willing to realize that the separation of church and rotary, maybe there, maybe, maybe there's a squeak, maybe there's a bridge between the two. You never know, but the choice is up to them for sure. Thank you, gentlemen. I so appreciate it. You are it. amazing. I would love to see you go national. I think you do great work. <laughs> Thank you. Your your just your your humility comes across in the way that you express yourself. It makes it easy for us and any Rotarian to talk to you openly. So God bless you and thank you for the work you do for for service in this world. You are dynamic. You are special. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you so much. I so much appreciate it. Christopher, I do believe that is two podcasts in a row that you made me blush. So what do you think? Rushton, Mark, Christopher, thank you for the conversation. Hey, listeners, I'm really proud of this one. I mean, I've done a lot of podcasts and they've made me cry. They've made me laugh. They've made me truly proud to be a Rotarian. This one, however, this one really made me think. And I hope it made you think, too. Is there a place for God in Rotary? Is there absolutely no place for God in Rotary? I guess it's up to each and every Rotarian. Well, I thank you for joining me in this really provocative and amazing conversation with these Rotarians. If you have a Rotarian or even an idea that you'd like me to consider on the show, you know that email, I've said it before. RotarianPod at gmail.com. And of course, do tell friends about the podcast. Have them download and follow us and rate us. And uh, check me out on Rotary Radio UK on Wednesdays. Like I said, if you want to get in touch with my more musical side. All right, then. Uh, until next week, I, I, I'm going to go continue in my buzz of conversation. That was awesome. Until next week, typical sign-off here. Take care of yourself and the world around you. And I'll hear you next week on the I'm a Rotarian podcast. 
Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We'll hear you next week.